Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. Do you ever feel like you are drowning in overwhelm, in fear, in stress? Notice I'm not using the words anxiety and panic, although that's exactly how it feels. And the reason why I'm not using those words are is because those are diagnosis codes that say you need to be on meds. But if you want another opportunity, something else to look at, then this is for you today. Because are you listening to your fear to be informed or is it infecting you? And we're going to go over loss aversion, risk aversion, and then dysfunctional fear. Let's start with loss aversion. We will do more to keep from losing in life than we will to gain. Now, uh, they, they discovered this with a lot of different studies. I'm going to give you one. It's like the kindergartner primer on it. They set people up on what was considered a sleep study. And then they would wake them up in the middle of the night and they'd say, hey, if you'll come into this other room and answer some extra questions, we'll give you a bonus. And people are like, uh, no. And then later on, they would wake them up in the middle of the night and they say, hey, come into this other room, ask us, answer some questions we have for you. Uh, and if you don't, you're going to lose part of the money you were going to get from the sleep study. And the people said, oh, yes. <laughs> So we will do more to try to hold on to what we have than we will to gain anything extra. And if you think about it, that makes sense. What we have, we had to put in effort, focus, uh, time, other resources and resourcefulness internally in order to get it and then hold on to it. So listening to your fear around loss aversion can be really helpful when you're looking at previous experiences you've been through where things did not turn out so well. And then your fear can actually educate you, hey, don't do this again. This is what you need to stay away from. But unfortunately... Uh, we can have what's known as deferred hope. Deferred hope makes our hearts sick. Deferred hope is when we're like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure it'll turn around. I'd, no, that things will get better. Yeah, I'm just going to hang on a little bit longer. Well, if you're going to do that, I had one of my clients asking me about that for several months on a relationship that he was in. And uh, I was like, okay, well, what is new and different that's happening in the relationship? How are you having higher quality conversations? Where is the responsibility on both partners to bring in something better to what's going on? 
and there wasn't. In fact, uh, it, it was the difference of what's known as being harnessed and being yoked. If you think about a horse with a harness, uh, they're going to pull something. When there's a yoke, it's actually two, usually o- oxen, ox, oxes, <laughs> oxen, <laughs> get it, put together uh, with one that's a little bit wiser that's going to show the younger one the ropes. And uh, unfortunately, in relationships, we can think that we're yoked with someone else and that we're going to take turns leading when actually we're harnessed and we're the only one pulling the relationship into the future up to the point to where uh, it just gets to be too much. And that's when we're going to talk about number three, dysfunctional fear. Okay. So... Loss aversion can assist you when you understand that it is here to inform you of what not to do, of what to look out for, of of what to evaluate and say, this really isn't proceeding the way I need it to be. But if that does not happen, if instead you become infected with that deferred hope, well, then you're going to move into number two, which is risk aversion. Now, we all have uh, an aversion to failure. The idea is, how can you minimize it? What, What can you afford to lose? It's just like if you decide to uh, move into say, real estate, like one of my clients. And I'm like, okay, that's great. The the investments that you're doing, can you afford for it to all leave, to all be gone tomorrow? And she was like, mm, yeah, probably not quite that much. And it's like, okay, well, then what is it that we can do to have this inform you, to educate you, to where you can mitigate mitigate the risk. You know, this is the reason why we all carry insurance. I, uh, I, uh, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that, um, I have a new puppy. Uh, well, not quite so new. He's nine and a half months old now. And I've always had large dogs and I know that large dogs have their own health challenges that they can experience as far as problems with their hips and their legs. And so I decided to be informed by the risk aversion because of what I had lost before with other dogs. See, I'm I'm, I'm following through on the cycle. So I decided to get insurance on my dog to be able to minimize the risk of what might come up in the future. Now, what I had planned for and you've heard me talk about this before, you need to borrow trouble. You need to say, okay, what are all the ways this can go south and how can I protect myself? Usually when something goes wrong, it is not in the way that you planned for. Uh, I did not plan for my puppy to be diagnosed with what's known as idiopathic epilepsy. That is the type of seizures in dogs where they can't figure out a cause. Did not expect that at all. I thought it was going to be structural challenges. But because I allowed my risk aversion and loss aversion from the past to 
educate me, to inform me. I took action to minimize, to mitigate the risk and say, this is what I'm willing to lose. This is what I'm willing to lose as far as a deductible and how much I think they're going to cover. This, so yeah, we have risk aversion and an entire insurance industry is built on that. So you, you need to allow it to inform you what, what am I willing to be able to let go of. But if because the loss aversion uh, was deferred hope, things, things have got to get better. And the risk aversion is the fear of failure now that you have to perform at such a level to try to keep things together that is going to wind up breaking you that allostatic load, that stress load, now we're going to move into dysfunctional fear. And this is where your brain gets stuck in a loop of fight, flight, freeze, appease. And if your allostatic load, if your stress load, you interpret it um, through anxiousness, nervousness, stress, tension, you will have a tendency to overperform. To do, 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 because there's got to be something out there that is going to make this better. Or if you're like, okay, it's gotten too heavy. I can't pick it up anymore. This is when you will avoid, you will shut down, you will pull back. And sometimes we will bounce between the two. And now we've got a challenge. Because that dysfunctional fear is now putting you in a disordered state. Because of the disorder, your system is dysregulated. You've now become dysfunctional. And, you know, this can happen not just from what you're experiencing personally, but what those around you are experiencing, where you are harnessed to whatever was going on with them. And you were expected to make it better for everybody else at the expense of your health. Yeah. Okay. So what do we need to do to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, one of the things that I do with my private clients is we look at first story cognizant bias, where I say, okay, Go back to the time that you can consciously remember whenever things got too high and you overperformed or things got too heavy and you had to absolutely shut down because you couldn't handle it anymore. Because many times it is that aspect of our personality that is now front and center trying to handle the fear, but from the age you were when that first imprint took place. Not the the wise woman, the wise man that you are now. This is the reason why I love hypnosis combined with strategic coaching is because we can, in the strategic coaching, go, okay, what is it that we want to experience? How can we actually allow this fear to inform us? And then we use hypnosis 
to get subconscious agreement on what aspect of the personality is going to step forward to move us into progress. So look at your first story, too high, too heavy, and then you've got to start putting things back into order. It's okay. Which aspect of me is going to handle this situation? Then you've got to be able to regulate your system. By the way, if you want assistance with this, add a very special savings. Go to dawnlandrum.com and click on the tab where you can work with me and um, you're, you're going to see a very special offer that I have there for you. Okay. So we've got to regulate your system because it is stuck in a loop that is going to continue to spiral you down into pain without a purpose for progress. So we've got to regulate your system. And then we have to begin to look at how you can functionally move forward. We have to put together a plan of continued action, implement for impact, because you can put things in order mentally and you can regulate your emotions. But if you don't back it up with your actions, the subconscious does not have any proof that something new is taking place. And remember how I talked about in the very beginning with loss aversion and deferred hope. We have to have hope in a way that sets you up to be healthy because you are moving forward in a way where it actually works for you. All right. So allow your fear to inform you and it's time to get the infection cleared out, cleared up so you can step in to your magnificence and brilliance. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And your time to thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process. So that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says time to thrive.